0: Hello, welcome everyone. How are you doing? How was your January? I had a really interesting January. My January was a lot of starts and a lot of stops. And I had to keep reminding myself about the January energy impressions. I had to keep reminding myself to check in and see if I was on the treadmill working really hard and not getting anywhere. And I know that a few of you also had to remind yourself about that. I received quite a few messages, more than usual, about how much that resonated. And... I love that because that's what these impressions are for. They're really meant to connect yourself to your own intuition. And by me offering what I was feeling, it really shows that we are all in this together. We are all living our lives and we all have different narratives, totally different things going on. But there can be, especially with the listeners of intuitive seek all of us together there can be this common thread that connects us January was quite a creative month for me and that was kind of a piece of the energy that I didn't expect as much because sometimes I think of creativity as really productive as producing stuff but For me, I was going back to all of these stories and ideas that I had written partially, a little bit, maybe just notes about them, you know, pieces of a poem, pieces of a story. And I really had kind of fresh eyes. So I was able to still put energy into something, but not expect some kind of result from it right away and that's probably one of the healthier ways to look at my creativity to not expect a result from it that the creativity is a result and I spoke about that that it is so important for me and I feel like for many of you too that it is so important to really Care for the process to really enjoy it and to recognize that when we do kind of leap forward in our mind's eye to the expectations or results of something that we're doing or creating, then you miss it. Then we miss it. We miss the whole point. And that reminds me, which I've shared, I'm sure, many times. But a good thing to remember for me, and that's why I say it, because if I want to remember it or if I'm meant to remember it and need it right now, then somebody needs it out there. And that is, you know, one of the meanings, one, one of the meanings of life that I have come to. One, there are so many, and I'm sure many that we will never know until it's over, But one of the meanings that I feel is quite true is to realize, to realize, to bring something into the world. And that can even be an energy, a thought, a shift in closing yourself off to maybe opening yourself up a little bit, to allowing yourself to change your mind, to allowing yourself to change anything. So in January, even though on the outside, not a lot of stuff was happening, it was kind of just very similar to my December, to be honest, not a big shift. But the big shift was on the inside and on how I work on my creative pursuits, on how I express my creativity and what that really looks like. I gained so much clarity on what I really desire and need and want to do for this year. And maybe this will be kind of my new pattern of allowing January to be the month that tells me what I want to do for the year. Because my, my intuition and my creativity come from the same place. And maybe one day I won't feel that way, but it feels very true, very true to me that how I connect to my intuition and how it speaks to me is the exact way that I connect to my creative spirit, to what I want to write, to what I want to take a picture of, to what I want to draw, to what I want to create. When I was remembering, my intuition, and all that comes along with our intuition, I was also remembering how to take photographs again. I had dusted off my camera after almost a decade of not taking any pictures. There was an old bouquet on my table that I had left for far too long. One of the side effects of being so unhappy at my old career, in my old job. And one thing Would be that I would have zero energy for the tiny details of my home and personal life. I had such a great partner and do have such a great partner. And I would just kind of soak up our time together and just try to restore my energy, try to restore my body, tell me how lucky I, you know, telling myself how lucky I am to have you know, a great place to live and a great partner. And maybe I don't love my job, but that's, you know, two out of three, not too bad. And if you've listened to a few episodes of this podcast, you know that I was in a career for 16 years that I felt in the last few years of it, incredibly lost and frustrated. And that made me quite hopeless because I felt this pull Because my intuition was like knocking, knocking on my insides saying, hello, do you remember me? Let's do something. (laughs) Let's do something that you actually like. So that was happening. And this was many years ago, probably six or seven years ago. And there was an old bouquet on my table that I had totally neglected. So this old bouquet kind of brought me back because on one of those days I saw I saw the flowers in a different way they weren't rotting for some reason I guess I left them long enough that the water evaporated before it got or before it became rotten but it wasn't rotting and so it didn't smell bad or anything but the flowers because just a sidebar that as I started photographing dried flowers for a few years after that, I did a few times forget to take them out of the water before I started drying them. And yeah, they can get pretty, uh, pretty gross. But this first bouquet did not get that gross at all. And I remember looking at a rose in it. It was the first flower that I had dried unintentionally. So I remember seeing The rose, this dried rose in the dead bouquet, but it didn't look dead to me. You know, there were shapes and colors that had come that were totally new. I neglected that bouquet, but they kept changing. And the first one that caught my eye was this rose. And it was once super bright red, but it had become like this deepest, beautiful garnet color it reminded me i had this ring that i won in an art contest when i was a teenager and the garnet inside of it was a pyrope which is a really really dark 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 blood red garnet very beautiful the kind of stone that you know looks black until you get enough light to shine on it and then just flashes of ruby kind of sparkle and i saw i saw that sparkling ruby in this new dead rose. And so taking photos of dried flowers became part of the path for me, part of the road for me, as I was remembering how my intuition speaks to me. It was a way for me to exercise my intuitive muscle, to exercise the strength of my creativity. And at the time, This is in hindsight. At the time, I didn't know that that's what was happening. But I was literally documenting the transformation. As I was going through my own transformation, I was taking pictures of these flowers that had moved on from their original form, and they were kind of the in-between. And that's where I was. And then I started working with my intuition, very consciously. Understanding how natural it is for us to have this amazing intuitive knowing that speaks in so many ways, unique to each of us. And then I started using my intuition for others in my intuitive healing work, in my intuitive energy work. And then somewhere between my flowers and my intuitive energy, and then somewhere between my flowers and my intuitive energy healing. I began to write. I started writing poems. And I had always written, since I remember learning how to read and write. I had always written journals, poetry, stories. But these poems were coming very differently. These poems were showing me that, oh, my creativity and my intuition do come from the same place. Because this is the same feeling I get when I'm photographing my flowers even when I'm editing the pictures. The same feeling I get when I'm writing. When I'm writing these words that are really a description of what I'm seeing in my mind's eye as a representation of what I'm feeling, it all comes, it's all a spiral together. Like it's so beautiful. It's like a constellation of creativity. And when you reclaim that connection to your intuition, you can also reclaim your creative spirit at the same time or vice versa. And I've seen it happen over and over and over again. And visual art is something I love to do and take part in and create, but writing is kind of the foundation of my heart. And it's the kind of hardest thing for me to share, but I am working on sharing it in a very different way in a way that I can share my longer pieces of writing. So not on an Instagram, but I will let you know. I'm very excited about it. Just having a place for my writing to go. And I think that's why I'm speaking about it. Because for anyone out there who is seeking, who's looking for the why of their intuition, the what, the, wait, what's happening? Is this real? When I started working with my intuition, when I started understanding how creative our intuitive energy can be, I trusted my intuition in a way that I'd never have before, which meant that I trusted myself in a way that I never had before. And my intuition became such a solid foundation, a foundation that I could really trust, that it started to kind of string the pearls So, to speak, of my life, of my lives, and my imagination together. A creative force so patient that it waited 40 years for me to understand how to fully allow it. Because I really feel like I turned 40 last August and my writing has changed. How I approach my writing has changed quite dramatically. So, for now, Writing has replaced my flower photographs and I still take lots of pictures and I love taking photos and I don't set up my mini studio anymore and have hours long sessions with my flowers because my intuition has led me to a new focus. And I wanted to share that as maybe a way for you to kind of look at how connecting and remembering yourself understanding how your intuition speaks to you how you're working with it and how that connects to maybe a little sparkle of inspiration to do something creative even if your mind says well you're not an artist you're not a writer you're not you're not if you have a sparkle of that inspiration you are so please do it Because back then, when I was taking those photos and didn't share them with anyone for about a year, and even when I did, didn't put my name on it, too terrified, if I would have heard somebody speaking like I am, that would have really helped me understand that, oh, no, this is just something that we all have access to. And if we feel a pull to do it, then there has to be value in that, regardless whether anybody else sees it, regardless whether they see the value. If you know the value, that is all that matters. But most likely, if you know the value, there's somebody else that needs to feel the value of your creativity too. Okay, so let's dive into our February energy impressions. And You may have noticed already that I say February a little bit different every time Um, (laughs) because I had an English grandmother and she always put the R, the R in February. I do not have an English accent, but sometimes the R creeps in. So thank you for allowing me to say February, February in any way I need to. There could be a way for me to consciously choose how to say February, but I don't want to. Okay, so let's get into our February energy impressions, the shortest month of the year. Let's get into it. Okay, so the main feeling right away for February is that we are off of the treadmill so that energy of putting so much energy into the thing and then it not having the kind of traditional result or you're not seeing even an inkling of the amount of energy coming back, that feels like it has shifted. There is a new momentum. There's a new perspective available, a new view We needed to be kind of stuck on that treadmill to remember the why, to remember our intentions of why we're doing anything. And that was a big lesson for me in January, was coming back to the intention. So for February, it's time. For this month, it is time to start doing. Let's start doing it. What I felt when I kind of tuned into the energy is our hearts beating fast. The beating of our hearts, but also our heart beating fast and then traveling that energy, traveling through our voices. So it really felt like this month, what do you need to say? What do you need to share? What is making your heart beat faster? Really taking time to notice when your heart is beating faster. Taking the time to feel what is happening in your body to make sure to notice whether your heart is beating faster because you may be scared of something. Maybe there's a little bit of fear, or is it excitement? Because the word that came that felt very like a beautiful impression for February was vitality. What is vital? There's nothing more physically vital to our bodies than our beating heart. But if we look at it symbolically, the word vitality, vital, it comes from vita, life. But the earlier root of vital is not just life, but it's to live and another word that has that root is visualize so for this month it really feels like a call back to what is vital to our lives and not in a basic needs way what is vital for you to be able to feel vitality running through your body And a way to look at that is to see what takes that vitality away. If you're having a hard time kind of connecting to what is vital to you. So for instance, if I don't have time in my week to utilize my creativity, if I'm only utilizing it through my intuition for others that takes my personal vitality away from me. And in turn, it makes my work not as effective, not as clear, not as focused, not as connected. So expressing my creativity is vital to me, and vital to the intuitive work that I do. But what else is vital to me is feeding, nurturing my intuitive muscle which means paying attention to how my intuition is speaking to me for me, not only for other people. And that's a real reminder to everyone who's listening, who is developing their intuitive muscle, who wants to use their intuition for other people. It's an amazing healing modality, but if you're only using it for other people, it loses that vitality. So this month, Really take time, if you feel called to, after listening to this, take the time to connect to yourself, to your intuition, to your energy, and connect to what is vital to your life. What sparks the inspiration? What starts to get your heart beating faster? What in your life feels electric in your energy that builds that beat and that rhythm in your chest? Is it something that you haven't done for a while? Is it something that you've been keeping close and not sharing out of fear of judgment or criticism or a fear that you're not really even sure why, but it's just not something that feels good? Trust that beat in your chest. Trust it. Trust that vitality. Because that's a map. That is helping you. That's guiding you to what you need for your life. And it may not make sense. And it may be hard to trust your body that way. But if you could play with it by thinking of or doing a few things that you know you love, That you know are definitely vital to your life. And really feeling what that feels like, what happens to your heart. And it really makes me think of the hummingbird. The hummingbird has, you know, one of the fastest beating hearts of all animals. And it actually has the largest heart relative to their body size. In the entire animal kingdom, the hummingbird has the largest heart in relativity to their size. I mean, that's an amazing fact about hummingbirds. And another thing that I love about hummingbirds, a fact, a fun fact, that kind of speaks to trusting that beat and rhythm in our chest, trusting when our body gets excited about something, even though we're not sure, uncertain, feels unknown. There's an unknown thing about hummingbirds too. A favorite fact of mine is that scientists they still don't understand how they migrate. Because every winter, hummingbirds migrate. They eat for days. They store up all of that sugar and energy. All of that energy. So that they can migrate to a warmer climate. But they have documented that hummingbirds, these tiny little hummingbirds with the largest heart and fastest heart, They fly nonstop for 4,000 kilometers, which is like over 2,000 miles, I believe. And scientists still don't know how they do it because they should need to rest and restore their fuel. But they don't have to. They know what they need to get to where they need to go. They trust themselves. And sure animal instincts of course but we're using this as a metaphor because guess what another way that the scientists kind of say it is well they do something impossible they do something impossible how can they do something impossible well for us for what we know in modern science it doesn't make any sense but they do it so I really am taking that. I'm taking that metaphor for February and and beyond forever, but definitely for this month. I'm taking the hummingbird's advice on trusting that if we are feeling the call to do something, to share something, if we follow our hearts that way, if we follow our vitality follow that beautiful beat of your heart then that really helps move past or with our doubt and our fear and it can help us at least have the confidence to try to accomplish something even if it feels impossible because when something happens in spite of it not being possible. When the impossible happens, that's a miracle. So this month, how can you trust your heart to lead you to miracles, to something that seemed impossible? And these are not, you know, saint worthy miracles that I'm talking about, even though, hey, why not? But I'm speaking about little ones and big ones. And don't forget to celebrate them and share them so that you and your heart can inspire other people to believe in their impossible dreams too. I mean, here I am, Don Quixote. Yeah, if you kind of know about Don Quixote, the story, and you could even, yeah, you know, there's that musical, Man of La Mancha. They have the song, The Impossible Dream. Listen to it, because that whole song is about reaching the unreachable star, dreaming the impossible dream, no matter how hopeless, no matter how far. I didn't know I knew that many lyrics from that song, but if you know that song or even just the words that I just said, this is something that is part of humanity, believing the impossible. But why can't that be for you? Why does it have to be on a grand scale? Why can't every step, every little step that we're called to take, if it feels impossible, then yeah, let's do it. Let's reach for the unreachable. Because I feel like one of the lessons from this month that, or opportunities that is available to us, is to learn and really experience something totally unexpected through our actions of reaching for the impossible dream because maybe that dream that we're reaching for is not actually the thing that is vital to our life but the thing that we learn or find or discover or create along the way along the way of reaching for those miracles that's the miracle so in February, trust your inspired actions. Trust how fast your heart beats when you think about doing the thing, sharing the thing, creating the thing. Trust our hearts in new, deeper, beautiful levels and layers. That's how you can start to you know, differentiate between, oh, this is actually scaring me a bit. But it's a good fear. Or, oh, I recognize this. Is my heart beating out of, like, recognition? Like, I'm remembering this. I should do this. Or is it beating out of pure excitement? Trusting your heart that way, that's how the foundation is laid. So that you can do anything. And as you know, I really feel that when we do the thing that we feel called to do, it's beschert. It fulfills our destiny and therefore fulfills the destiny of the world. So there's a bigger picture in this. And sure, maybe it's not groundbreaking to talk about the heart for February. (laughs) Just thought of that right now. But that's okay. I'm okay with that. Because the first impression that I felt and saw in my mind's eye My imagination showed me, through my intuition, a physical heart beating fast, pumping blood, giving life to our body. And what does our body do when it's alive? It does stuff. (laughs) It moves, it acts, it creates. So I hope that this month you really trust in a whole new way to do that thing that is authentic and unique to you and share it and say it and sing it and draw it, create it. Realize it, realize it in a way that you never have before. Realize it in a way that feels like a miracle when you look back at it. And if you want to dive a little deeper, And you want to get your journal out and kind of really connect to your intuition. Here's an intuitive prompt for you. I really feel like this one will be good for the month. I did ask more throughout the episode. So use those two, please. I know I will be. But one question to journal about. And oh, you don't have to always journal like writing. You could also, if I haven't mentioned this before, you could answer these questions in a voice note to yourself if it really works better for you that way, to kind of speak it out. But the question is, or the prompt, write a letter to yourself from your heart, from the energy of your heart. What does your heart need to tell you? So you're not writing to your heart. You're listening. You're allowing your heart to speak to you. What would your heart say if it wrote you a letter? And I would love to hear how that goes for you. And thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Intuitive Seek. Please reach out to me as always with any questions, or if you want to share anything that may have come up for you during this episode or share if anything resonates for the month. You can also message me on my Instagram and follow me at TreenLight, T-R-E-E-N-L-I-G-H-T. Or you can check out my website, same name, TreenLight.com. I will have all the links in the show notes that you need i have been doing a lot of intuitive soul map distant healings so if you haven't looked into those check them out on my website you can click on the link but they're a really great offering it's a service that i offer of distant energy healing with an intuitive lens so Great for in-between sessions, great for kind of like a little reset or checkup throughout the year, but it's really good if you have never kind of experienced energy healing because this is a way to do it, especially for a skeptic to really understand what it feels like and what is happening when I connect to your energy in this way. But just check out my testimonials if you're interested in kind of the results of energy healing, because it's different for everyone, but it is so effective to create a beautiful harmony in your life. So thank you again for listening and taking the time to listen. I know that time is the only thing that we can't get back or buy. So thank you. Be kind to yourself and I'll talk to you soon.